the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... back to yet another episode um super excited uh to be back and we are broadcasting this on a saturday uh and we had a very interesting idea today we had the idea that uh since the draft is coming tomorrow we decided to have a major league rule five draft and in case you don't know what the rule five draft is is it's a draft of all these uh minor leaguers with no restrictions on them and they have to stay on the roster for the whole year or else they're going to get returned to the their original team uh, unless of, you know, injuries and stuff because that's different. Um, but we decided to do it for the major leagues. So no restrictions on all the major leaguers. We had a mock draft that we spent forever making. Um, two hours. And we're going to get started. Practically two hours just making this. So hopefully this is worthwhile and Hopefully, this can get a lot of downloads. And I think without further ado, let's get started. So we got, so we're going to do this by order of the actual draft tomorrow uh, in the order of how every player, uh, in the order of teams that happen um, this, you know, in the 2021 draft. So the Pirates have the first overall pick, and we're going to go, and the Pirates have the number one overall selection. And with the first overall pick in the 2021 MLB draft, the uh, the Pirates go with Mike Trout. And, of course, probably no shock. I mean, Mike Trout is just a beast. I mean, there's no reason why he's not going to be, um, you know, drafted first overall. I mean, Mike Trout's just so good. He's incredible. Mike Trout is doing just unhuman-like things. There's a lot, in it's be- in the- and it says a lot. I mean, Mike Trout is going to be picked by the Pirates. What do you – I mean – this is clear and obvious, Brendan. And, you know, how do you feel about this as kind of an Angels fan? Um, well, it just pains. It's going to be. Uh, I would not like to see Mike Trout in Pirates jersey. Um, but, you know, Mike Trout's Pirates kind of need just a good player. And this is Mike Trout. They need him. Um, it doesn't really matter what positions, the first pick. So, and that's what most of these picks, these first round picks are. Teams just picking a good player. doesn't really matter the position. Because the first yeah. few picks are usually trash teams that don't have any players at all. So mm-hmm. they're just picking players that are good. 
and the best players in the league, like Mike Trout. Yeah, indeed. And we're going to get into the next pick, and it's Otani era. I'm kind of just giving it away, but uh, it's Mike Trout's former teammate in this draft, Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani, as much as I wanted to pick uh, Mookie Betts next, um, uh, Otani's just a beast. I mean, he's doing, like, superhuman things, and this we haven't seen this type of thing since, you know, Babe Ruth, and Otani is just doing stuff that, you know, none of us thought we, any player was capable of. He's hitting at an absolute elite level, and he's pitching in an absolute elite level. And it's just, Sean Otani is just like a superhuman. I mean, yeah, like, picking Otani, you get the, like, a star pitcher, a star hitter in one pick, in one player. And that's basically what the Rangers got here. They got a star pitcher and a star um, hitter, and it's just great. Obviously, it's a, it's an amazing pick. And, yeah, I mean, he's, like, soon enough he's going to be at Mike Trout's door taking his spot because I don't want to – not yet, but uh, he definitely has capability to do it. And, yeah, this is a really good pick. Definitely a good pick for the Texas Rangers in uh, Shohei Otani. And that leads us into our next pick. Uh, the Detroit Tigers, with the third overall pick, select Fernando Tatis Jr. And, of course, Tatis electric, and he's just a really good player. And I know Tatis a little clunky in the field. You don't care. And you don't care when a guy like Tatis is just – you don't care about, you know, Tatis being clunky in the field. He's elite at the plate, and um, that's why Tatis is getting drafted over here at number – with the third overall pick. I mean, Tatis is, again, he's just, he's so good at such a young age. Tatis is just so good, and, like, he's so fun to watch. I mean, yeah, he's third best player in baseball, and he does everything. He, he uh, Fielding is a little clunky, but he's a good, he's okay fielder. Um, he's a beast of the play. He steals bases, good base runner. So, another good pick by the Tigers. They basically need any position, so uh, they'll take the shortstop position. Um, yeah. Yeah, they definitely need a generational shortstop. Tatis is that guy. And Boston Red Sox with the fourth overall pick. And I know we've seen, I know I've seen a lot of, you know, mock drafts in real life instead of ours, um, where the Red Sox pick a pitcher coming up in this draft. And no different in this one. And I meant no different coming in the real draft than this one. It's going to be Jacob DeGrom, and Jacob DeGrom is an elite pitcher. If you think if you think Garrett Cole is better than him, you're just flat-out wrong. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is elite, and I think the Red Sox, in their scenario they're in right now, they're going to really you know need that pitcher um, in the rotation and kind of lead it to the postseason, and DeGrom's just exactly that guy. Red Sox take him here at number four. Yeah, the Red Sox, you know, their pitching's good, but it's not great you know they got of all the couple of the guys um and their their fielding's good they got like good fielders and extremely well bats so to get a pitcher is very important for them and getting this early pick to get the best pitcher in baseball jacob degrom will be huge for them and they're deaf and with degrom on their team they're gonna make it a serious push for the postseason yeah indeed uh and then we got my orioles here at number five uh, with the fifth overall pick, we have them selecting Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And I know 
you're probably thinking, this is crazy. I mean, Trey Mancini and Ryan Mountcastle have kind of already locked down the position of first base. Well, my thought process was the Orioles move him to third, and he could be really, really good, and he can be, you know, a real star for a long time. And, again, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is super young, and he's super talented. He's another guy that's doing human, superhuman stuff. Vladimir Guerrero is just – he's going to – he would be an elite bat in the Oral lineup, um, and he'd seriously help them, you know, get the oomph that they need, especially in a park like Camden that's a little more friendly to hitters. So I think Vladimir Guerrero Jr. rocking the Oral Orange is going to be awesome here at number five. I mean, yeah, Orioles. Um, obviously, they already have first baseman Trey Mancini. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, he said that he was a third baseman. So, yeah, just moving to third. And, you know, maybe Vladdy's probably going to carry that team on, uh, you know, start winning maybe. Uh, no offense, but, yeah, they, <laughs> they, 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 could make a, they could push for, like, first place. I mean, obviously, they still need pitching, but to add this guy on your team is huge. Yeah, indeed. And now we're going to go uh, Arizona Diamondbacks with the sixth overall pick. We have them selecting Hugh Dar- you Darvish. And Darvish... Uh, I think if you get him and Gallon, Zach Gallon in the one-two punch in Arizona, that's going to be really helpful for them. Um, Darvis is an elite, elite pitcher, and, you know, there's nothing to dislike about him, and he's got electric stuff. And I think there's plenty that, you know, you can play off of with a guy like Darvish. So um, you definitely you can see um, a guy like Darvish making an impact in Arizona, and the D-backs are the worst team this year. So they definitely need some help uh, on the pitching side. Uh, and I think Darvish would be a great addition uh, to the rotation for the D-backs. I mean, yeah, Darvish is the second-best pitcher in baseball right now. Garrett Cole, obviously, sticky stuff. I don't like him anymore. I never did, but, like, I like him. I hate him now. Besides um, <laughs> point, Hugh Darvish is, like, he's second-best pitcher right now. And Arizona, they need pretty much anything. So they're gonna they're gonna take you Darvish pitching that could maybe help them win a, a little more because they're struggling down there last place in entire baseball so they need something and you Darvish is the thing they need yeah indeed and now uh, with the Kansas City Royals seventh overall pick they have we have them picking Trevor Bauer and I know Trevor Bauer restricted list right now but we're gonna ignore all that you know every player's healthy every player's happy uh, and I think Trevor <laughs> Bauer's just and, you know, Trevor Bauer's an elite, elite pitcher. He's getting in an elite, elite category as, you know, time moves on. If you add another Royals, the Royals are in a very good spot, I think. You can kind of compel them. And a guy with, like, Trevor Bauer's attitude and, you know, he's intimidating on the mound. I think that's just what the Royals could use right now. Uh, yeah, the Royals need some pitching. Um, yeah, we're, even though, like you said, he's on the, Ill, on the IL list, we're just going to ignore all injuries. Because we want every player picked, even because Mike Trout injured, but we're still gonna, teams are still going to pick him. So, if getting all injuries, every player's healthy. I'm not sure every player is happy though, because Mike Trout and the Pirates, he's not happy about that. <laughs> but, I'm but sure. yeah, yeah, the Royals need a pitcher, and Trevor Bauer um, is the pitcher they needed. So yeah, yeah, indeed. So we're gonna go to the eighth pick, which belongs to the Colorado Rockies. We have them taking. Nolan Arenado back from the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, I think there's really no explanation here. Um, kind of speaks for itself. I mean, 
Rockies lacking third base, still Arenado back. It's just there's no there's no question about it. Arenado's he's gonna he if there were a draft to happen like this, he's gonna return to Coors. Fans are happy, and I mean I and I know the Rockies just they suck, but Arenado I think could boost kind of the fan base, and they can get some money and you know go out get a new pitcher. So I think or get some pitching which they need help, but I think third base is really lacking for them right now. So I think they go out get Arenado here at. The, with the eighth overall pick. I mean, yeah. People are going to... Getting Arenado back from the Cardinals is huge for them. It's huge for the Rockies. The Cardinals had him for, what, like a season now? They're just... And Rockies take him right back. Take him, dragging him right back home in the chorus. And fans are going to love it. They're going to probably come to more games. Going to buy more jerseys for Arenado because people love Arenado. Um, so that could, you know... Like you said, help them a lot. They could maybe buy some players with that money if they save up enough. Uh, buy a pitcher, which is good for them. So, Nolan Arenado is a good pick for multiple reasons, not just his skill. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, indeed. And now we're going to go with the Angels with the ninth overall pick. And I think we can all know that this is a pitcher. And this is kind of more of an underslot pick. Kenneth Gosman having a really, really nice time in San Francisco. Then comes to the Angels and becomes, you know, Shohei Otani's, or I know Otani's off the board, but uh, I think he becomes, you know, the pitcher that Otani was when he was with uh, his team. Uh, of course, in this mock draft, he's on the Rangers now, but I think Kevin Gosman would be a very subtle replacement, and I think could, you know, if the Angels can go out, get more aggressive uh, in times like the deadline and off season, I think we can really see a pivot um, with, you know, their team. And I think Kevin Gosman, if they keep him around, is going to be, you know, a real, a real big factor in that. And I think he could be the, a real good pitcher in that rotation, which is seriously lacking right now. I mean, yeah, the Angels are in the worst position right now. They just lost their two best players, the two best players in baseball. Trout and Otani, that's, like, their best pitcher gone. And, like, their two best hitters. So, they just need... And they're, so, they're back to square one. Um, and they need a pitching. Because you can't win without pitching. So, they're now got Kevin Gosman, who's having a great year in San Francisco. Brought him down south and slapped the Angels jersey on him. So, uh, they really just need pitching. Um, hitting, I feel like that's out of the question right now. You need hit, You need some pitching. Um, even though they just lost two best hitters. So, Kevin Gosman, good pick for them. Yeah, indeed. And now we're going to go with the Mets, the 10th pick in this uh, mock draft, Clayton Kershaw. And I know they lost Jacob DeGrom to the Red Sox earlier in this draft, um, but Kershaw I think is going to be the replacement, and especially since he's a lefty, it, it helps. I think we were between Scherzer and Kershaw, and I think just – Kershaw's the better pick right now. Uh, there's really no question about it. Um, Kershaw, I mean, he's a little younger than Mad Max, and I think he can be a little bit better in some aspects. So I think with the Mets, they're, the better pick right now is going to be Kershaw, even though he's injured. So, yeah, I think the Mets go with uh, Kershaw. I mean, yeah, they just lost star pitcher, and they took one right back because pitching – because they did place to ground with – a slightly worse pitcher, but still got a star pitcher, which basically changed nothing. So I think the Mets 
really nothing changed with them. They just kind of weakened their best pitcher a little bit. Um, but they still got a star pitcher, and so they definitely need that because, yeah, other positions are pretty good. So pitcher was the right move. Yeah, indeed. And now we're going to go to the Washington Nationals with the 11th overall pick, and they're going to get Ronald Acuna. And Ronald Acuna is going to complete this outfield. Soto, Schwarber, and Acuna, absolute monster outfield that I don't want to face. All are good at the defense. All are good at offense. I think Acuna, he absolutely completes this. He's the cherry on top of the ice cream sundae right now in the outfield. I mean, look at this. I mean, Schwarber in left. He's a monster. He's, you know, seriously, he's really, really good. Um, Ronald Acuna Jr., one of the best young players in the game. And Juan Soto, another one of the best young players in the game. It's going to be remarkable. If this were to happen, this would be truly remarkable um, to see. And, you know, Acuna really completes this outfield in my eyes. I mean, yeah, if I'm a pitcher and I see that outfield out there. I'm going to be very scared because that outfield is now loaded. Probably the best outfield in the game. I mean, I mean, more could you ask for? You got Acuna, Soto, and Schwarber. That they're both just—they're all insane players. Um, that's definitely going to help them a ton. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you might think Acuna is a little late for him, but. It's about what the teams need. The teams that always don't need Acuna, like a big hitter and a good fielder. But Washington needs it, so they took him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, truly. Uh, and now we got the Mariners with the 12th pick. Brandon Woodruff from the Brewers. Uh, I think he can – I know the, the Mariners are in a good position right now. And um, where, you know, and they're a couple games out of the wild card. I think Woodruff – going to be a true ace he's going to kind of help Chris Flexen along and you know that's going to be the one-two punch uh if you give it a little bit of time um but Woodruff can be a really solid addition to the team and I think there's a lot to like about this pick here at number 12 and he can kind of compel the Mariners to a wild card spot um yeah getting a pitcher that can help them a lot boost them to that wild card spot bumping the A's out of that spot because I don't think the Rays are moving um, so, yeah, having that pitcher can help them a lot. You know, get into the postseason, possibly get them unlikely, but possibly get them to their first World Series. I don't want to say they're going to win it, but maybe getting them there um, because their pitching is it's not great. Um, so they need a pitcher, and this person they needed. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and now we're going to move on to the, uh, the 13th pick, and we're going to go with Kirby Yates for the Philadelphia Phillies. I think they go out, get the guy that's going to lock down the game in the bullpen. I know Kirby Yates hasn't seen a lot of field this year, but he is certainly uh, a good a good reliever, and I think that's not going to go unnoticed here up beyond the ballpark. Um, Kirby Yates is really just a dominant closer, and you know, you know, you got Hoskins, McCutcheon, Harper, some other guys, Real Muto, you know, working up. Offense, and then you get um, Kirby Yates to lock it in uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the game. Real good addition here by the Phillies uh, with the uh, 13th pick. I like this pick a lot. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, they just need with that new uh, person out of their lineup. It looks pretty good. Good reliever, good closer. So 
you know, we can close the game out for you, get the job done. Um, and I think that's what the Phillies need, you know, close out that dub, get it, and maybe make a push. I don't think they're getting the wild card, cause, but maybe first in division, which is a stretch, but I feel like it's possible getting this guy. Um, then, you know, chances just go up to get in the first in that division, which is going to be helpful to them, if, obviously, if they want to make a play to the postseason. Yeah, indeed. Um, now we got uh, San Francisco Giants with the 14th pick, Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich, I know he's having a down year for Christian Yelich, but I think, you know, you still pick him. Um, Yelich is an extremely strong outfielder. He's really good. We've seen him have MVP-type seasons, he can, and I could just see him hitting bombs in McCovey Cove uh, in Oracle, so... Yelich is, I, I think, is the right choice here for the Giants. He's going to help get this lineup. He's going to help kind of propel this lineup uh, and lock up a postseason spot uh, in the scenario that they're in. Christian Yelich, I think, is the true pick here for the Giants. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Giants are doing really well to add Christian Yelich to your team. I consistent hitter. Even though he's not having like the same year, um, he's still a great hitter at the play and a good fielder. So to have that guy in your team can will just help the Giants even more. Even though they're already doing fantastic, um, it'll really help them to have Christian Yelich on their team in the ball. Um, so yeah, I think it's a great pick for them. Yeah. Um... Now we got the Miami Marlins doing a similar thing with the 16th overall pick as the Cardinals did. They're going to grab JT Romuto back. I mean, absolute weakest position for them right now is the catcher position. Um, so I think grabbing Romuto, the best catcher in baseball, uh, is just really helps them. And um, I think there's really no doubt about it. Um, Romuto going back to his former team, uh, it's interesting but I think also realistic. I think they just go out, get Romuto back, add him to the catcher, add him to the lineup, add him to the catcher position. They're really going to help them out. I like this pick a lot uh, with the 16th pick. I mean, yeah, like you said, the catcher is their weakest position right now in Miami. Their bullpen's okay, so they don't need a pitcher. The fielders are okay, but the catcher's the weakest. And getting you to Romuto, one of the best catchers in baseball, We'll really help them out, and you know they're not looking too good this year. Maybe they can help them get a later year, get a fresh start, maybe next season with Ramuto on the team. So I feel like that was a good pitch for them. Uh, weakest position, getting an upgrade, which is what they needed. Yeah, and now we're gonna go to the 17th pick, the Cincinnati Reds, Byron Buxton, and the Reds could. And your Reds are giving a serious run for their for the Nationals' money with the outfield. Nick Castellanos, Jesse Winker, and now Byron Buxton. All three are all stars. I mean, seriously, super talented. This would be a super talented, uh, super talented outfield in Cincy. And Byron Buxton would, you know, again, he would be the the finishing touch. And you know, it, this is just pretty much the exact same scenario as the Nationals. So. I think we're going to go Byron Buxton here uh, at number 17. Yeah, another team completing this a monster outfield with Byron Buxton, one of the best outfielders in the game. And now they have Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos. That outfield is loaded. 
Um, and I think it's better than the Nationals outfield when they got Ronald Acuna because that outfield is just, oh, I do not want to face that up in my pitcher. That is a loaded outfield. And getting him will just increase their chances of knocking the Nats out of that position and taking and taking first. Yeah, indeed. And now we're going to move on to the uh, Cardinals with the 18th pick. We're going to go with Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn could help Jack Flaherty out, kind of, you know, guide him a little bit. Um, and, you know, um, Lance Lynn's a good pitcher. He's a workhorse. He's a bulldog. Um, and he's he could work well. In, um, and a guy like Lance Lynn could work well in Bush Stadium in, uh, in St. Louis. So, I think the Cardinals could have a real one-two punch if, you know, they grab Lance Lynn in this draft. Yeah, I mean, even though they lost Nolan Arenado, they still need they need pitching. Um, so they still have some batters in there. So if getting a pitcher was uh, their main goal right now. So and getting Lance Lynn, one of the best best pitchers, is going to help them out a lot and hopefully boost them out. Even though they lost Arenado. Um, so, I feel like they're not going to go anywhere because they lost someone, but then they got someone. So, they're probably not going nowhere, but still, it's probably going to help them out a lot. Yeah, indeed. And now we're going to go with the uh, with the Blue Jays, with the 19th overall pick in this mock draft. We got them going with Richard Rodriguez of the Pirates. Uh, we're going to base this off of, you know, in real life rumors. And uh, Richard Rodriguez, again, kind of the similar scenario as Kirby Yates with the Phillies. Like the Blue Jays offense can get it done. You get Richard Rodriguez to lock it, lock in the game could help them a lot, and you could make a serious, you know, impact. Um, what the uh, and what the Blue Jays do, I think I like this pick here at number nineteen with Richard Rodriguez going to the Blue Jays. I mean, yeah, one of the a great closer for the uh, for Toronto. They lost a lot of players. So. They're going to need some pitching, you know, to really help them out. Maybe score less runs. Again, this guy to close off the game for you um, is going to help out for them a lot. So I think I think it's a good pick. Uh, I think Patrick agrees. So good pick for the for Toronto. Yeah, now we move to the 20th overall pick, the New York Yankees. Sadly, swiping Friday Freeman. And, you know, we – we're so anti-Yankee here at Beyond the Ballpark that we hate it whenever the Yankees even get mentioned. Freddie Freeman, I think, can replace Luke Voigt at this point and um, kind of lock in first base. Luke Voigt, I think, just, you know, I think he, I think Freeman's going to remove him from his job, and I think that's what Freeman's capable of uh, as of now. So uh, Freeman, Yankees, pinstripes equals n- ugliness. And I hate to say it, but I think it's facts. I mean, yeah, we don't like to add any good player to the Yankees, but we got to think of the team's eyes. So, and the teams, they are probably going to replace Luke Voigt with Freddie Freeman, one of the best first basemen in the game, uh, to get him on the team. I don't like it. Patrick doesn't like it. We both don't like Mm -hmm. it. So, we're not happy. Again, we got to think that team's probably going to want him. We can't think on our. They're not going to care um, that where's Red Sox and Orioles fans. And I'm not looking forward to this if this ever happened because Freddie Freeman would haunt the Red Sox and the Orioles. 
Yeah, now we move to the uh, 21st overall pick, Chicago Cubs. Aaron Judge completing, uh, you know, field, I think, kind of. Uh, you know, Jock Peterson's in that outfield. Chris Bryant's been playing a little outfield. Aaron Judge, I think, can seriously get an outfield position in Chicago. Um, and there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot on the line for a team like, um, like the Cubs, but uh, I think they go with uh, I think they go with Judge, kind of complete the uh, the outfield, and I think that's just where he lands. Um, and yeah, I love to see the Yankees lose a player, even though they just gained one. I love to see them use Aaron Judge, him going to the Cubs. Uh, it's gonna be great, even though I don't like Aaron Judge because he wasn't Yankee, but I like that the Yankees lost like their best player. That's very good, so they can stop they can stop losing. No, they can lose even more now. Um, but Cubs, I think it's a good pick for them. Kind of completing that field, like you said. So that's going to probably help them out a lot, Aaron Judge, and boost their team. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Uh, now we got uh, Trevor Rogers going to the White Sox with the 22nd overall pick. Trevor Rogers has been absolutely dominant for the Marlins this year, and I think he's going to help out the White Sox rotation and kind of replace Lance Lynn, like lefty. Um, so Trevor Rogers, I think, could really make an impact in Chicago, kind of compel them uh, and make them better um, for the postseason coming up this year for them. I mean, yeah, like you said, they just lost Lance Lynn to have this guy um, now fill in from the spot. I feel like it's a good – I I still would take Lance Lynn, but I feel like it's a good trade, you know, you still have a good pitcher on the, in that bullpen, and they're already winning in the AL Central, but probably not going to change much now that they have this guy, because uh, Lance Lynn, Trevor Rogers, pretty good trade, so yeah, I feel like nothing's going to change much for them, but probably going to help them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I would say so, and now the Indians, 23rd overall pick. Francisco Lindor, I think they take him back from the Mets. Lindor's an elite, elite shortstop, and I know he's been bad this year, but I think you have to take into account what he's done in the past, um, and he's an elite, elite fielder, so um, I think a guy like Lindor is seriously going to help uh, the Indians out who are competing for a playoff spot, and I think that's just where the Indians go, take back their their former shortstop in this draft. I mean, yeah, just like the just like Colorado, Miami, they're taking them out. They're taking back their player, and this time taking back from the Mets. Uh, taking back Lindor was, I think, there was like their best. I think, it was, yeah, it was definitely their best player. But then he left. Uh, but they're having to give him back. They needed a shortstop. I don't know who their shortstop was, but I'm pretty. Sure, I know he's pretty awful. Um, I think he was Ahmed Rosario. Was he good? No, he's not. Good. Exactly. So. And Francisco Lindor is very good defensively. He's like one of the best shortstop defensively. Um, and he's good at the plate. He's a, yeah, he's decent at the plate, which is good for the Cleveland, like you said, to make a playoff run if because they really want to make it there, uh, which every team does. So Lindor back in the team is good for them. Now we got um, Jose Abreu to the Braves with the 24th overall pick uh, in this draft, in this mock draft. Um I think the I think that uh, Jose Abreu is going to be the replacement here, and I think there's no doubt about it. He's the reigning AL MVP. 
Um, you know, he's he's super talented, and uh, you know, he's Jose Abreu is a guy that's really really good. He can make a serious impact for the Braves ASAP, who are competing for the division. Um, so I think Jose Abreu to the Braves, we're really going to make an impact. I don't think it's going to make a. I've disagreed. I don't think it's going to make a big impact because they just lost Freddie Freeman. But now they just got back a good first baseman. Um, but I do feel like he is – it's close between them. He might make a tiny tiny den, but they're very similar in skill. So the, but I actually think they're going to go down because they also lost uh, Acuna. So they're probably going to go down, which is not good for them. But uh, Jose Abreu is going to make it a little easier. Yeah, indeed. Uh, now we got uh, the Oakland A's here with the 25th overall pick. And, Brendan, uh, you might want to cover your ears for this one. Xander Bogarts to the I Oakland don't... A's. Mm. Uh, Oakland really lacking a shortstop. And Bogarts, I think, is the guy with, you know, the availability of shortstops on the board so far. Um, Bogarts, I think, is the guy that the Oakland A's try and they shoot for. Bogart's a really good hitter, you know, slightly clunky in the field, but when you hit like Xander Bogart's, it's not going to matter. Um, and Bogart's will depart from Boston in this draft and head to Oakland. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like Bogart's bond from the Red Sox. He's always been with the Red Sox, and I don't like him going from there. Uh, you know, even though he did get to Grom, I don't. I want Xander back. On the red in the Red Sox jersey, I don't want him in put on some green jersey. I want him in Boston at Fenway. I don't want him in Oakland. Okay, so now we move on to the twenty sixth overall pick with the Minnesota Twins. I think it's going to be George Springer. They'll complete a good outfield. Uh, I know they have like Trevor Larnick and stuff, and I think George Springer in the outfield really is going to help them. He's going to replace Byron Buxton. Who uh who did he depart to? He departed to the Reds. So I think kind of Springer's gonna be kind of in a replacement role. Um, and I think he's gonna be the guy to be uh to be the starting center fielder for the Twins. Yeah, the Twins just lost Byron Buxton, I think possibly their best player. Uh, he's best player, all star. Together they got a center fielder back, um, not as good as Byron Buxton. Uh, but still something. George Springer's a good player. You know, we were deciding between George Springer and Cedric Mullins. Um, and I, I want to see Cedric Mullins gone from the Orioles because we just lost him. <laughs> but I think George Springer is the better player, and I think it's probably what Minnesota is going to pick. So uh, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't pick Cedric Mullins over George Springer. That's facts. No, you don't. You okay, pick George so Springer. Now we're, yeah. Uh, so now we're going to go to the 27th overall pick. Draw belongs to the San Diego Padres, and it's going to be Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette's very clanky in the field. Not good with the glove, but, you know, you're swinging a bat like Bichette. You're not going to care. And he's going to be the replacement for Fernando Tatis. Or I wouldn't really say replacement because I don't know if um, the, uh, the fans at Petco Park would be willing to have Bichette replace Tatis. You can't, you can't replace but, Tatis. No, I no, you can't. But I think Boba Shett's going to be suitable for the job. You know, you swing a bat like that, and I think in a hitter-friendly park, I want to say, um, Petco Park, I think Boba Shett's going to look good in the brown and yellow. 
I think he goes here at number 27 for the Padres. Um, yeah, I mean, losing Tetsis, you can't replace that guy. He's too good. That's going to be tough for the Padres, but everyone saw it coming. You have the last, one of the last picks, and Tatis is one of the best players. You're going to lose him. So that's rough for the Padres, but, you know, they got a short, a okay shortstop back, like you said. He's pretty much got he's got some stone hands in the field, but he's a beast at the plate. Um, so I feel like he's going to do good there in San Diego in the brown and yellow jerseys. Always look good. Yeah, indeed. Uh, now we got Tampa Bay with the 28th overall pick. I'm going to get I'm going to go with Buster Posey here. Um, I think Posey uh, locks down the catcher position right now and. Uh, you know, there's no doubt about it. I think a guy like him, gonna Posey, can easily fulfill the catcher needs for a team like the Rays. And I know it's gonna be hard to part ways with him in um, in San Fran, but I think that's just realistically what it's gonna be. Buster Posey, catcher position, I like it, and I think that's just where it winds up going. I mean, yeah, uh, Tampa's weak position was catcher. And Buster Posey is the best catcher in baseball right now. If you look at if you look at stats, he's having an amazing year right now. So to get him on this Tampa team will just make it even stronger. And personally, I don't really want that because that's not good for the Red Sox because Red Sox are in first place right now in the in the AL East. And to have Buster Posey on the Rays, it's gonna just gonna make them stronger, which is not good for the Red Sox. And then they might lose their first place spot. But you know. If I'm thinking of Tampa eyes, I want a catcher, and Buster Posey's the best option. Yeah, 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 indeed. And now we're going to move on to the last pick. Um, Kyle Gibson goes to the Dodgers with the 29th overall pick. I think Kyle Gibson kind of can kind of fulfill the role of uh, Clayton Kershaw, former Dodger. Um, and I think there's a lot to like about Kyle. Um, he's a good, you know, good left-hander, you know, he's going to really be stellar in, um, a guy like Kyle Gibson is going to be stellar in your, uh, rotation and he'll do well, uh, with the Dodgers and, you know, kind of doing his thing at Dodger Stadium. So we, I'm going to go, uh, Kyle Gibson. I mean, yeah, the, the Dodgers lost two of their, their two best pitchers, Trevor Bauer and Glenn Kershaw. So they need a pitcher. Um, Kyle Gibson is not going to fill that hole completely, but he's going to, you know, do some damage. He, not, uh, he's going to fix it up a little bit, uh, which is going to be good for the Dodgers because they're going to need some pitching after losing those guys. And Kyle Gibson, I feel like, could do well. He's not going to, you know, totally be up to those standards that Kershaw and um, Bauer had, but he's going to do well in L.A., so, yeah. And notice, and we're done. Um, so I think that's going to be a wrap. Uh, and notice how no Astros on this, because the Astros are still serving punishment for the cheating scandal. So not included in the, the episode today uh, in this draft. But that is our complete list. And I hope you guys agree uh, with what we thought. And hopefully you guys like this. And we'll be happy to put in the work to do this more often, um, kind of have a mock draft and, you know, whatever scenario. Um, 
So I hope you guys enjoyed. Any last thoughts before we head out? No. It took a long time. Please, you know, share this video, this podcast, because it took pretty much two hours to make this list. Uh, yeah, so please share it with someone, because, you know, spread the news, because this took a long time to make. This took a very long time to make. Like Brandon said, share it with your friend. Uh, hopefully this can get the most downloads because, yeah, I, I don't want this work to be for nothing because um, yeah, this took almost two hours, like Brandon said. So I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, I think with that, we will see you next time. <laughs>